Hey folks, Randy Barfield, Barfield Home Inspection Services. Today we're coming at you with another episode of Under the Roof with Randy Barfield, our podcast, which will be on our website and on Spotify uh, that you can listen to, download, and enjoy. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about ladders and ladder safety. It's the fall season, holiday season. Halloween's kind of like the gateway to the holidays. But you're going to be wanting to get on your ladder to put up lights, clean gutters. And the main thing you want to do is you want to be safe on a ladder. Don't be afraid of it. It, A ladder can be your friend. Um, Best thing to do is maintain your ladder. Make sure it's working properly. If it's not, go get another one. Get rid of it. The worst thing you want to do is fall off the ladder right before the holidays, and then you wind up in the hospital because I can tell you it's not fun. But that's another story. But... um, yeah, I mean, the biggest thing you want to do is just uh, learn how to get on and off a ladder. We put some videos together about that that you can watch. But <clears throat> I always tell folks, maintain at least three points of contact when you're getting on a ladder. Your two feet, one hand, two hands, one feet as you go up and down. Um, but that's it. And also, proper footwear. You don't want to get on a ladder with some flip-flops or barefooted. That's not going to work. That's a sure recipe for a disaster. Uh, you know, good, some good good shoes, good solid shoes, some boots, good work boots. Um, when I climb on a roof during the home inspection, I wear what's called cougar paws. And these are boots specially made for climbing roofs and getting on ladders and going up. But they're kind of expensive, about $250 a pair, but they're really good. Otherwise, a um, good pair of tennis shoes will work, depending on how steep your roof is, but just make sure they're in good shape. Um, the best way to, you know, if you're going to get on the roof, just make sure that a, a flat-footed, a flat-surface shoe, the more contact you have with the roof and the sole of your shoe is the best you know good pair of uh, tennis shoes walking shoes I don't I mean work boots if they if they don't have a heel on them because heels will you know they're kind of slick or they'll scratch up a roof you don't want to do that but uh, and then also the heel of a boot could also hang on the ladder and that could trip you up so just kind of a flat soled shoe some work gloves some proper work attire you know some good jeans or good pants um Kind of a good shirt, you know, you know, tail of your shirt not hanging out because that could get caught on something. But uh, and then some good gloves that'll um, that you can that you can grab stuff with that'll that um, also grab the ladder rungs. But that's you know, and just just getting up and down on the ladder, um, prop you know proper angle. Uh, if you look on the actual ladder itself, it'll tell you the the safety rating. The weight, that's the maximum weight required, and how to position the ladder per the uh, manufacturer's recommendation. Typically, you know, a a good uh, probably 30 to 45 degree angle from the ground up, and always make sure you got a good solid surface that you're putting your ladder on. Uh, You don't want to get up where you've got about halfway up the ladder and all of a sudden it starts sliding off the roof because you're at an angle. Uh, That's not good. So if you can't get it in a good position, put it where you can get a good position. And also a good idea is to get somebody out there with you uh, to help you hold the ladder uh, so that you can maintain a good 
uh, position. And that's about it. I mean, once you get up the ladder, uh, just make sure you stay on it. And, um, and you don't want to uh, get on the ladder when it's raining, of course, especially in a lightning storm. That would be a bad idea. Uh, but, you know, if it's raining and the ladder steps are going to be slick, um, and so that's not a good time to get on there. Just wait till it's not raining. Uh, I mean, and then also um, let's talk about the types of ladders. So the ladders I have in my video, you'll see four different ones. I have a regular six-foot step ladder. I have a 32-foot extension ladder. I have, um, and I have two of those Werner multi-position ladders that are really handy to have because they take up they don't take up much space and you can kind of get like three or four ladders out of one those are great you know the uh the uh what they call the big giants ladders that are same thing with the werner multi-position those are great good metal sturdy ladders um and if you maintain your ladder you know store it in a good place that's not out in the weather um, it can last forever. Uh, you know, check the check the rungs, check the moving parts, check the latches on it. Uh, if you have a pull rope on an extension, make that sure that pull rope is still good, not dried out and break on you. Um, make sure all the the pieces of it are still good. And if you find a ladder that's parts are falling off of it, it's probably about time to get another one. You know, put that on your uh, your holiday wish list, or just go get one. Uh, there's several different types out there, not just the ones I have, but there are others. Um, but, you know, look at the, when you're buying one, look at the type. A good fiberglass ladder is great. Those are usually like a, have a 300-pound weight capacity. I think the Werners have a 275-pound weight capacity. Uh, the fiberglass orange ones are really heavy duty. I think the green ones are at the 250-pound rate, but... I mean, just when you're shopping ladders, make sure it's a good one. It's It's got the right capacity for you, and it's going to get the job done for what you're doing. Um, and, you know, when you're most of the time when you're on a ladder, you're either putting up Christmas lights, but you're also cleaning gutters. So, uh, and that's one of the, I'd have to check, but I think that's one of the most uh, accident areas is when you're cleaning leaves out of your gutters because you're reaching you're trying to grab across the gutter, and you're not maintaining all your contact points. Um, a good little tool to have is called a bungee cord. You can bungee your ladder. You can wrap it from one gutter trough, bring it around, and strap it to the other side of the gutter trough, and that way your ladder is strapped to the gutter while you're trying to reach across and grab stuff. But don't, re don't overextend yourself. They also have really cool tools that will... Uh, kind of blow out your gutters, uh, wash out your gutters without actually having to get on the roof. And uh, there are also contractors that will get out there and do it for you so you don't even have to get on the ladder. So that's a, that's a really good way to not get injured is just don't get on the ladder. So, um, yeah, and then uh, just maintain really good ladder safety, ladder protocol. There's a lot of good videos on how to use ladders. Uh, but, you know, during this time of the year, uh, let's don't get hurt. Let's have a good Halloween and a good rest of the year. Um, that's about it. Thanks for joining us. Stay safe. Have fun. Go trick-or-treating. Eat some candy. Have a good happy holiday. Thanks, guys. Bye.
Hey folks, Randy Barfield, Barfield Home Inspection Services. Coming at you with another episode of Under the Roof with Randy Barfield. I hope you're enjoying our other podcasts that you can find on our website and on Spotify. And today I've got the lovely and talented Ashley Slosser with Live Out Loud Marketing that does all of my great marketing and a good friend of mine. And today we're going to be here talking about ladders and ladder safeties and getting on roofs during the Halloween and holiday season. It's really important when people are bringing out ladders. So, hey Ashley. Hey Randy, always a pleasure. Very good to have you here. Very good. Great to be here. It's It's spooky season. Yeah, it's Halloween season. Well, that being said, I want to hear some spooky stories from you, Randy. So let's let's dig in. All right, let's, let's get into this it. thing. Let's open this roof up. Let's get on it. <laughs> let's get under the roof with Randy today, okay, guys? <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Randy, tell me, is there a, you know, you've been on a lot of roofs I have. in your day. So mm-hmm. is, there, is there any roof you just wouldn't get on? Well, uh, that's a good question. Um, typically, I don't like to get on those clay tile roofs. You know, I'm not a tiny fellow, so getting on those things put a lot of pressure on them, and they kind of break really easy. So those stucco, I mean, those Tuscan-style clay roofs that are kind of old, I won't get on those because if I do, I'm sure we're going to break them. And then I'll never get on a metal roof when it's raining because that's just a recipe for disaster. That's like getting on a slippery slide. Yeah. No, thanks. Yeah. Uh, But, I mean, then it gets into height and pitch. Uh, if you get like a really tall roof that I can't reach with my ladder, and then it's like a like a roof is based on um, pitch and run. Uh, if it's like a, like more than ten on twelve, which means for every twelve inches of run, there's ten inches of height, basically called rise and run. So if it kind of looks like a Waterburger house, probably not going to get on that one. That's a little too steep. Can't stay on it. Right. You got to have special equipment, and uh, that's a little bit more involved in what we are going to do as a home inspector. So we'll just watch it. We'll look at it from the edge and with binoculars and telescopes. Yep. I'll tell you guys, those cougar paws are no joke. Yeah, I got a set of cougar paws. <laughs> those are the special boots that have the neoprene rubber sole on them, and they just kind of stick to a roof like cougar paws. They actually kind of look like the bottom of like an elephant's foot. It's yeah. this giant cushion. Yeah. He, you know, it makes me feel safer for him when I see him go up on, on the yep. roof, like at my house when he inspected my house. But, uh, gosh, you know, you got to be prepared with the roof. So, yeah. so that being said, Randy here is prepared. Yep. Uh, how many ladders do you, would you say you own, Randy? Uh, I have four. I have a 32-foot extension ladder. I got a 26-foot multi-position ladder. Werner metal, and I got a 22-foot multi-position ladder, and then I got a six-foot step ladder. So those are the ones I use uh, to do my business. Yeah. So that 32-footer weighs about 150 pounds, and it is not easy to set up. Usually, I have one or me and one of my guys are doing that one because that's a that's when we're getting on the big two-story jobs. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, and they're. I maintain them. They're good ladders. Um, had them for a while, so I just may always maintain them and making sure they work. Yep. For those of us that are just the uh, regular homeowner, homeowners, what would you say? How, how many ladders should we own? I'd say a good step ladder, uh, like a six foot or eight foot step ladder, and maybe a multi position. Um, as a homeowner, I don't recommend getting on a two-story roof if you own a two-story. I would leave that to professionals. Uh, but if you got a one-story and it's a pretty easy roof to get on, I would say get a, you know, like the Little Giants, 
uh, multi-position or the Werner's multi-position, like a 22-foot multi-position, that's big enough to get you, you know, it'll go from step ladder to extension ladder and multi-positions. So that's a good all-around ladder to have. Mm. Probably invest about 250 bucks in it, but it's well worth it. So, yeah. 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 Maybe something on a Christmas list or something if you don't have one. It's, it's on probably my husband's Christmas list. <laughs> I don't know about mine. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so, you know... I want to hear a funny story. From yeah. Somebody. Tell me tell me about the funniest or maybe the weirdest experience you've ever had on a ladder. Well, I was going up on a roof. This was a few years back. And it was a pretty easy roof. It was a two-story, but it was low pitch. Went up, no problem. Um, and just as I got up there, a tree limb nearby didn't have anything to do with me. I wasn't touching it, but the limb broke and fell out and hit my ladder that was on next to the uh, roof or leaning up against the roof, and it just knocked the roof, the ladder off the roof. It just slid off. What? Yeah, and uh, it didn't hurt the roof, didn't hurt me, didn't really hurt my ladder, but it knocked the ladder out and it fell. And so I was up, up on the roof. I was up on the roof, <laughs> and uh, there was. I looked in the. I could see next door in the yard, and there were some landscapers working next door. And I started yelling at them, and they came over, and they put the ladder back up. Um, oh, thank goodness. But uh, before he did that, he came, he came underneath, you know, he was looking up at me, and he's like, how much money you got? <laughs> I said, I'll give you all the money in my pocket. And he said, okay. And it just so happened I had four $1 bills in my pocket, and that's what I gave him. <laughs> Yeah, like one of those moments where you're you're stuck. You're at the mercy of someone else, and they're just taking advantage. I, he may have been joking. He was kind of smiling when he said it, but I was glad to give him all my money, and I would have given him a hundred dollar bill at that point. It wouldn't have mattered. I would have gave him all the money I had if it would have done it, done the trick. But yeah, four dollars hard earned right there. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But uh, that was probably the funniest deal I ever had with a ladder. It was just perfect. That the it was like a live oak tree, kind of a dead limb, just snapped. For whatever reason, boom, hit the ladder, and the ladder just, in slow motion, it just slid and fell. You can't make that stuff up. No. Luckily, it didn't hurt the house. If it had, I would have had to pay for it because it's my ladder. But luckily, it didn't hurt the house. It didn't hurt anybody. didn't hurt the ladder. And the guy was able to come home and just put it back up. Oh. And he took the limb away, and then he put it in the chipper, took it away. I think you're, you are the luckiest man I know. I don't know about that. <laughs> I've heard some some pretty crazy yeah. stories. Well, I'm still I'm still moving. I'm still kicking. So yeah. 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 Yep. He's fighting them. Fighting his houses. Right? Nah, they're good. I just sometimes you got to make you make one mistake. I have fallen off. Yeah, you know, back in 2016, uh, and I learned then that um, I always tell people. I used to tell people, you know, it doesn't hurt till you hit the ground. Well, that's not actually true. It hurts when you wake up in the ambulance. Mm-hmm. That's when it really hurts. Mm-hmm. And you start doing therapy and recovery because you've fallen off a roof. So uh, so I've only done it once. I don't recommend it. Um, but it happened. So I'm still here. Wow. Well, yeah. you know, and I think it's uh, the amount of times you've gotten up on a roof, the mm-hmm. percentage was just kind of natural to happen. So I think for, for all of us who aren't quite as experienced, yeah. we want to be a little safer and maybe... If, if you don't want to risk it, if you're feeling nervous, just, mm-hmm. don't, just don't do it. Like, I, I personally yeah. probably wouldn't approach a double ladder during the holidays, but no. you know, call an expert, that sort of thing. Yeah, it was just um, it was a simple, tiny mistake, and it 
it happened, but uh, I learned from it. And um, if you're if you're not comfortable getting on the roof or getting on the ladders, then just don't do it. Just get somebody, call somebody else that will. It's easy. There you go. Yeah. So uh, I know I, I mean, thinking about getting on the ladders so mm-hmm. high up, I, I get a little weary on the height side. Yeah. Are you, when, at what point are you scared of heights? I know you're not super scared of heights, but. No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I mean, it's just, you got to know your limits. Um, two-story roof is about my limit. That's all I need to get on. If it's a three-story roof, I'll. We'll we'll do it in tandem. We'll do it as a team, or we'll get a harness, or we just we'll just opt out of that inspection altogether, or we'll hire special contractors that can get up there and look at it. Or you know, we're getting into drones. A lot of the drones things that we're doing, but um, a, dr- a drone is great, but it doesn't really get you the whole picture because you got to get really close sometimes, and a drone can only get so close, and the, the video you're taking is only so much, and most time, I can see, I got a really high-powered telescope that I use that'll really look at a roof really well, so. And not all inspectors go on roofs, do they? That's kind of a- yeah, I mean, the the Trek standards says you have to make an attempt to get on a roof as your, as your inspection process, but if you do not feel safe, uh, you don't have to get on the roof. If you don't feel it's a safe situation, you just have to make sure that you let your client know that you didn't get on the roof and why. You have to make a note of that in the report. For instance, you know, you say, how was the roof inspected? And you say, well, it was inspected from the ground and edge of the roof with binoculars. And if you don't get on a roof, just make sure you tell them that you didn't get on a roof. Because if, you know, something happens and they go back and look at the report and it says, well, it says here you got on the roof, but we found a hole in the roof. And it's like, oh, yeah, I didn't get on it. And he said, well, you you didn't say that in the report. And that's when the inspector can um, find himself in trouble with the Trek rules and regulations. So, Yeah, I know in my last house, uh, luckily I, I had you as my inspector. And mm-hmm. uh, it was actually after the point of inspection, but we found a, a leak uh, happening in our ceiling. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you went up there and, and checked it out, and sure enough, it, what was it called? Flashing. The flashing. Yeah, can mm-hmm. you explain that? That's pretty common uh, right? after wear and tear on a roof. Well, you you know, any penetration in a roof is a, is a is an area of concern where it have a possibility of a leak, and you have chimney flashing, you know, chimney chimney wall penetrations, you have roof vents, you have plumbing vents, uh, you got exhaust vents, um, soffit vents, all kinds of different things going up on the roof um so this your particular house you know i had the chimney wall penetration which is usually like 30 inches by 30 inches square and then you do what's called counter wall flashing where the flashing goes underneath the roof for about six inches and it goes up underneath the the siding wall makes an l shape and if those that metal flashing is not sealed down properly or not installed properly it'll leak and that's what was going on in your roof there was parts of the flashing that wasn't sealed down anymore. And, yeah, and you couldn't see it until you got up there and actually looked at it. So When it rains in Austin, it, it can really pour. Yeah. So it, was, it was quite an effect. Oh, yeah. Especially when you're, you know, you got a uh, 8 on 12 pitch roof, and that's like a 45 degree angle almost, and then you got water hitting it um, because it's a, you know, it's a, well, it's a surface that's not going to absorb water. It sheds it, and so it's just running off in torrents. What would you say is some of the the average home uh, 
roof material is? Because I know some of those sautia tile, or not sautia tile, Most, but the tiles yeah. the roofs are hard to get up. And what's the... Most common is just regular asphalt fiberglass composition roof singles. Mm-hmm. And you got three tab, you got multi tab, and then all of those single manufacturers have a rating on them, you know, 15 year, 25 year, 35 year, lifetime. They all have ratings on them. Those are the most common type of material for roofs. And then you have, you know, standing seam, 20, 24 gauge metal roofs, or striated roofs, or, you know, bent over seam metal roofs or different types of uh, metal shingle roofs. And then you have clay tile, concrete tile, slate tile. Um, and they're coming out with uh, kind of a rubber composition type. It looks like a shingle roof, but it's made out of a type of recycled rubber, which is pretty awesome, but I've only seen a few of those. Uh, but I'd say most houses are going to have uh, shingle, you know, composition shingle roofs. Yep. And there's solar potential on the roof too. You yep. You got solar, solar panels. Uh, sometimes you'll have uh, pool uh, heater bladders up there. Um, but yeah, I mean, we don't look in. We don't get into the solar part. That's another uh, inspection that we are just not qualified for. But we look at how they're affecting the roof when we're up there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, and what I'm, I'm most thinking about is those holiday lights, you know, getting those up. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Use possibilities the, are endless on a roof. But, uh. Use the clips. Uh, they have this little cool uh, kind of a pole that will take the clip and sticks it under the, under the shingle tab. And then you take the, the Christmas light with the pole and you just kind of clip it onto the clip. And then you don't even have to get on a ladder for this new type of. And then when you're done, you just kind of give it a jerk and it just goes. Falls right off. It's pretty cool. That's what I need. Yeah, they got them at Home Depot and Lowe's. These little, uh, you know, if you're a single story, if you're two story, uh, you might want to hire some of these companies that do light installation. That's kind of. Yeah, we like the eclectic lights at our house. We don't, we don't worry about those. But you know the inflatables now. Yeah. Inflatables are cool now, and they're yeah. really safe to install. You just plug them in and let them go. You can have a, a Chevy Chase Christmas house without uh, without professional. Yeah. Installation. But hey, those of you who do the professional installation, it looks beautiful. It does. I get yeah. It. Yeah. I get it. Way to go. Well, I have them out here in my trees and. The reason they're still in the trees from three years ago is because I just don't want to get back up in the trees and take them out because, uh, yeah, I just left them up there. They still work. Every year? Yeah, every year. You know it's coming. That's one thing we can all count on this year is, mm-hmm. is a fun holiday season. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. But well, uh, if you do get a ladder, make sure it's safe and stay safe. And thanks for joining us. Uh, you can... You know, if you need a home inspector, I know this season it's kind of the, the real estate market is really hot. Uh, everybody wants to buy a house right now. It's a good area, a good time to buy. And I know inventory is kind of low. But if you need an inspector, um, please give us a call. You can find us on our website, barfieldhomeinspections.com. You can give us a call, 512-350-0123 or 512-789-2710 or you know, tell you, you know, and when you with your real estate agent, you know, just tell you to want to use Barfield Home Inspection, and they'll uh, they'll give us a call or they'll give you information on us. But either way, uh, we'd love to work with you. Thanks, Ashley, for joining us. Thanks, Randy. Always, always a pleasure. Yeah. Thanks, guys. See y'all next time.